Hello, this is Janet from JanetSandberg.com, and you're listening to the Phoenix Wisdom Podcast, the weekly show that talks to peers and professionals who open up about their darkest moments when they felt like ending it all, why they didn't, and how they transformed their lives in order to triumph over the darkness and despair. Please remember to subscribe if you'd like to hear more inspiring stories. Hello and welcome to the Phoenix Wisdom Podcast. I am your host, Janet Sandberg, and today we are joined by Michelle Lassanne. Thank you so much for joining us today, Michelle. Um, I don't really know you. We just met through a friend, so why don't you introduce yourself a little bit? Hello, um, my name is Michelle Lassanne, and I I'm a person in a very weird transition point in my life that it makes me hard makes it hard to like describe who I am and what I'm doing. But um, that's okay. We can just leave it at that. We're yeah. Michelle in transition. Cool. You'll you'll get to know it. Like, yeah. you'll figure it out. We'll, we'll get to know you yeah. as we keep talking. Um, and. Yeah, um, yeah, so why don't we jump right in and why don't you tell us what was going on in your life when you thought maybe having a life wasn't such a good idea? Yeah, no, it honestly seemed dreadful and overwhelming to do it all. Um, so part of the story is that I have... Um, Uh, ADHD and autism, which is a fun little combo. Mm -hmm. um, I'm on the higher functioning side of things. So we didn't know any of that until I was in my mid to late 30s. And we had to get through the depression and anxiety first, because when people grow up undiagnosed with these things, or I mean, generally, even if they're diagnosed, you're, you don't really feel like you quite fit in the world, right? Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> You, you're just kind of a weirdo, loner, outcast, and it's uncomfortable. And uh, so um, my lowest points had happened when I started taking antidepressants um, because the motivation that I didn't have um, and suddenly had made me think now I should do something about this. Now I have it in me to function, I'm motivated, but I'm still really, really sad. <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, at the time I was married and um, was able to talk to my ex about my immediate dark feelings like hey hang out with me and let's not do anything real stupid right now but what i realized then 
was that I generally didn't want to be doing anything. If I could have just laid in a field and let moss grow over me, like I didn't want to have any impact on the world at all. Um, I didn't want to be. Mm-hmm. And so I had to start thinking about that. <laughs> right. And the whys of it. And uh, therapy definitely helped with figuring out why. And then figuring out how to deal with moving forward was hard. Um, (laughs) But uh, it, it was about accepting who I am and embracing it, which partially came about because uh, 11 years into my marriage, Max came out as trans. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, she started living her life as a woman. Uh, And I did stay for another year thinking I could see how this shakes out, you know? Yeah. But uh, ended up having to start my entire life completely over like nothing was actually what I thought it was mm-hmm. the life I had built the you know things I had been aiming for that all went away in a very short period of time the rebuilding my life from nothing was actually kind of a blessing (laughs) okay interestingly enough yeah Um, how was that (laughs) uh because I got to figure out who I was as a person who what I liked doing independently of the influences of the people around me oh you're right um in a vacuum we make very different choices than we do in a system sure yeah so my system was too restrictive and uh so this was only three years ago And the separation did, in fact, happen right as um, everything shut down for the pandemic. So I was entirely isolated. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's big. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, (laughs) It's very validating. Yeah. Like, I'm just, I'm just putting all these pieces together, like you know, your, your marriage ending the way that it did for, for big reasons, you know, it's not just, you know, like, oh, we're not getting along or there's, you know, some other valid reason like that. That is a big uncommon reason. (laughs) So there's, there's, I imagine less support out there for that. Plus already dealing with anxiety and depression Plus, were you already diagnosed with ASD and ADHD? Yeah. Um, Yeah. Okay. 
and and just trying to put all of those pieces together that that is that's a lot (laughs) and then you're alone for the pandemic trying to sort through all of it yeah wow I did have a number of people that I could reach out to um for which I remain grateful um I think about how you know within at least my marriage um you know I had somebody home at the end of every day had somebody to talk to uh somebody to work with and plan with um and honestly live in tech support uh she's a engineer basically (laughs) he liked building things so it's like you know oh this doesn't work I'll just build you a new one you know right it was there's so many different things that you have in a relationship and it's like you kind of need to find new ways to take care of all of these different tasks Mm -hmm. um so I kind of realized I needed a much wider net of support you know I need a number of friends that I can call and talk to um uh, I needed to build my social circles um prior to uh the shutdown I had started going to a community poetry group um or started writing a series of sonnets mm-hmm. uh, I called them shitty day sonnets and, <laughs> I uh, love that thank you um it really helps putting your kind of garbage experience into iambic pentameter like let's make it jaunty <laughs> let's make it rhyme <laughs> I I studied English lit at university so this is so up my alley (laughs) okay do you actually do you want to hear one I would love to yes okay it's super topical (laughs) my skirt zipper was stuck I couldn't move out of the thing I was so proud to wear no I will get this done I tried to prove I didn't want to make the fabric tear Much shimmying and pulling made no change. I felt real dumb. I knew it didn't fit. Still, past cannot be later rearranged to suit the moments when we say, oh, shit. I know asking for help is not a crime. To seek help from outside for this? Oh, gee. In married life, it happens all the time. Oh, honey, will you get this thing for me? Though, for the first time since I've lived alone, I really missed having a partner home. I love it. I love it. Thank you for sharing that. And it's, it's so true. It's those little things, those little everyday things that sometimes just put us right over the edge. Yeah. You know, where we're like, I just, I can't, I can't anymore, you know? Exactly. We're, we're holding it all together until something small but unexpected happens. Mm-hmm. And then and then that's it. The whole day. It's just gone. 
so and that was that was actually a real story from a real day <laughs> and uh i ended up like putting shorts on under the skirt and then going to my ex's house and having her fix it for me and then after that i walked to this coffee shop and two of my poetry friends were still there and uh they're like we're gonna go over to the pier do you want to come it's like yes yes let's make this date anything else beautiful that is that is why we have people and it was so hard at first you know like making friends especially when you're at your kind of worst it's like walking up to people like hey I want to excuse myself I'm a garbage mess right now I don't intend any harm like please like me (laughs) (laughs) yeah I was gonna ask you about that so you went to to poetry club how else did you I mean making friends as an adult just in general is challenging but especially you know when we're when we're feeling down and alone and not worth much like how did you how did you make friends okay so I had two things that I desperately wanted to do to keep myself you know okay uh one was to have a plan to leave the house um I tend to go inward and just watch endless hours of tv and just cut myself off from the world around me and Mm -hmm. I knew I didn't have anyone in my life to poke me to get out of bed anymore (laughs) So mm-hmm. um, I can relate, yes. <laughs> uh, so I I made plans of regular activities. Um, one of them was poetry. The other one was um, uh, pub trivia. Oh, okay. It was in walking distance from where I was living at the time. And it um, was like a friendly, engaging atmosphere. There's an activity to do, so you don't necessarily have to talk to people. But there's people around and, you know, like, you'll start to talk to people, just you'll feel more comfortable for a while, at least. Right. Brilliant. Um, Yeah, I ended up becoming very good friends with a bartender there. And uh, she ended up helping me get, uh, like, my first post-divorce job. So Awesome. Yeah, it's been interesting like everything's been kind of happening like that like if I just put myself out there and try to introduce myself to people say hi like it ends up taking me places I don't know (laughs) yeah Uh, and and it's just taking that first step that's the hardest right making the risk and saying like hey I need people in my life I need a network of support system and it's not awful and selfish of me to need things from people we all need things from people absolutely we are community beings despite the lives that most of us are living (laughs) yeah and I I see that too in the way that I engage with people they're not necessarily used to engaging on a deeper level nobody wants to talk about their problems or how they feel 
it's mm -hmm. uncomfortable and awkward. It feels like we're showing people our internal organs. <laughs> <laughs> um, especially when you're trying to make new friends. Yeah. But and that's, that's exactly what we need. Yeah. That's why poetry was the perfect place because everybody's all raw and saying they're, you know, like people are more, they're, they're there to share themselves. Mm hmm so yeah and the pubs are drunk people they lack inhibitions and <laughs> <laughs> perfect <laughs> perfect <laughs> yeah you've got this all thought out I love it I mean I can't say I'm doing any of it right but like I'm doing my best yeah <laughs> you're 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 doing things you you know you know that you know, your tendency is to isolate. So you are consciously doing things to counteract that. And that is so hard to do, which I know from personal experience, because it's <laughs> what I do. And most of us with depression, that's what we do. We isolate. And then we're like, I have no friends and I have no reason to be here. And we start spiraling. And then we're like, but you know, if we just would leave the house and go do something, anything really, right. um, we would feel much better about ourselves and our, our place in the world. So yeah. yeah, well done. Well done. That is so not easy to do. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. So, so where, where are you now? Um, you know, obviously you're, you're still here. You're still with us. Um, what's, I am. what's, what's life looking like? You said you're in transition still, and all of this is pretty fresh. So, yeah. Um, I know that not everybody is paying attention. Honestly, I'm not paying very close attention. It's very upsetting. Um, a lot of the laws that are being passed in Florida right now, and honestly, a lot of states uh, across the country are very restrictive to trans people. Yes. And um, my ex being one of them. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's no longer safe for my family to be here. And so... Um, uh, she and the kids uh, are, and I are all going to move. Because, <laughs> um, yeah. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> because you have to, to be safe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I'm the most worried about the permitless carry law, um, mostly because uh I feel like a lot of people will take things like the bathroom bills and the don't say gay bills um, into their own hands and yeah. it'll be used to do awful violence. And I just don't want to be here for that. Yeah, that, that is, I, I wouldn't either. <laughs> and yeah, I know, I know a girl and, and her family just moved to Florida for her husband's job. And I'm like, how, like, I get, it's a great job, but is it, is it that great? <laughs> but, 
but um well in in st petersburg which is a beautiful like queer little liberal bubble um Mm. uh, we have a gigantic uh annual pride parade in st pete that draws a lot of tourism and um us being like this fun funky little art town has all been built up by our queer community right and so it was kind of easier to feel safer here for longer Mm -hmm. you know even as things did start to turn we're like nobody's going to jeopardize like pride and tourism but apparently they will because there are now travel advisories um for uh lgbtq plus people not to visit florida wow that's crazy so So, you've you've picked yourself up and gotten yourself back together and now you're moving and you're going to do it all over again i have learned a lot Mm -hmm. now you are well equipped to do it all over again in a different place i mean like not gonna lie i'm not super happy about the situation and i am currently like not in a great place but it's so different from the not great places I've been previously um I have maintained my love of life and doing things I am really involved in the art community here and I love going to art shows um I host a short story open mic and uh you know I do a number of things to keep me involved and engaged and having fun and enjoying my life because I don't have to mire in the misery of my situation like every moment of the day that's just exhausting (laughs) it is it is and yeah I really admire that about you that you've just you know found things to love and that's that's key and sometimes it's it's not enough still but it is it is a great start it is a great start to have those those things and those people and those activities to at least distract us when we're when we're not feeling it right I mean so a lot of times when I am feeling kind of out of my head I don't really want to be around people. I don't know how I'll react to people. Like, am I going to be like surly and miserable? And like, am I going to hear one comment that I don't like and just kind of lose my shit? You know, like, I don't want to be a bad influence in the world. I, I want to treat people well. Um, but I just remind myself, like, I don't know, like the people that you are around, like having you there, they invite mm-hmm. you out for reasons. They stay in touch for reasons. So trust that, trust them, you know? Yes. And that's hard. <laughs> <clears throat> that is really hard. It is. Um, but it's it's been how I've stayed together. Awesome. All right. So if you were to leave one parting thought with our audience, what would you say? I am mulling this over.
you are valuable. Um, it's hokey and it's trite and cynics will say whatever they want about it, but what you have to offer the world, the people you're connected with, the people that you will inspire um, by very, very small acts of kindness, by being yourself in the world, you are valuable and you can find the way to recognize that for yourself. Wow. Thank you. That, that hit deep with me. Thank you so much for that. And thank you so much for joining me and us today um, and for sharing your story and your journey and your, your wisdom and your courage. Um, thank you so much. I really appreciate you and wish you all the best. Thank on you. your well. <laughs> continued journey and um yeah it's gonna be great wonderful good luck thank you thank you for listening remember that you are loved you are worthy you are valuable you are meant for more, and that it really does get better. If you are in crisis, there are numbers that you can call or text to get the help that you need. That information for Canada and the U.S. is in the description below each episode. If you are in immediate crisis, please call 911. We love you, and I hope you'll listen again.